Cyber Monday. Kyle? Yeah, well, just because a nose hair trimmer's 80% off doesn't necessarily mean it's a good purchase. You know, I bet in some cultures, excessive nose hair comes with a lot of respect. Let me just remind you of that. Let me remind everybody of that, Kyle. Okay. Darbycast, Monday Sports. I don't know when this is going to get released. This is a morning of style episode. I don't really like doing these. I like having a little bit of lead-in time, Kyle. So welcome, everybody, to the Darbycast. The Darbycast is such a good time. Can we just take a quick little timeout? That's a sports call-out right there. It's a good start to this one. Using sports terminology, sports lingo, sports vernacular, sports colloquialisms, sports aphorisms, sports maxims. What was I even talking about? Ah, yes, how incredibly sweet this podcast is. You know it, I know it. Kyle, need I even say that you know it? Let's just talk about where all the listeners are coming from. Majority, surprise, surprise, United States. Then we've got some listenership coming from the UK. Shout out to you limey bastards. Canada, I don't know what to say about you, but you're on the list. Ireland, Australia, and this is where it takes a turn. Romania, India, Switzerland, New Zealand, Turkey, Singapore, Japan, Brazil, Egypt, Indonesia, Hong Kong, Slovenia, Thailand, Hungary, Germany, Portugal, Oman, UAE, Vietnam, Albania, South Korea. So chill. Give a shout out to all you international Darbycast doctors. Of course, we've got our Euro friends. Croatia, of course, we've got Croatia. How could we not have Croatia? The Croatian sensations. That's what those people are. That's what they used to call, I think, Tony Kukoc. Kyle, check that. What to get into today on this Sports Monday? I talk about Nate Robinson getting pummeled by YouTube star Jake Paul, perhaps. But I think that's the long and the short of it. Guy got his face messed up. Guy can jump real high but cannot punch or defend himself. Jake Paul kind of knew what he was doing. I don't know if he knows what he's doing when he's calling out a guy like Conor McGregor, but maybe I'd watch it. Maybe. What other things are going on in sports? Kyle, we missed the 2020 World's Strongest Man competition. It's kind of a bummer, isn't it? But I haven't paid attention to that, just like many of you have not paid attention to that for quite some time. Peak World's Strongest Man is when Kazmaier, the announcer, was going hard in the paint and the top competitors Marius Pujanowski, Zydrunas Savickas, Magnus Carlsen. Really humongous freaks. What happens to those guys after it's all over? Not just the single competition, but when you hang it up, they've got to have lifelong great attitudes. Took that in a different direction than you thought. Really pulled the rug out from underneath you, but that happens on the Derby cast. Of course it does. 
Of course it does. Some of you right now are thinking to yourself, boy, this is a rambling mess, more so than most episodes. And I would have to agree with you. For this Sports Monday, nothing is really calling my name. Am I less impressed with the sports world than ever before? For whatever reason, yes. I feel like this whole Corona circus is harshing the mellow. If I want to put it into hippie speak. There aren't too many hippies listening to the Darby cast. So I got to translate that. Harshing the mellow means messing something up. Really messing something up. The NFL continues to press on through a lot of positive cases of the C virus. I don't know about you, but I still wonder, is this thing for real? I don't mean that, like, does it exist? Because I think the coronavirus exists. However, there's too many unknowns about it at this point. And so I've lost interest in a lot of things. Like if I hear somebody talking about the coronavirus, I'm like, shut up. And I sure hope that you're not on that level because the people who are on that level have already tuned out of this episode because I mentioned it and I don't blame those people. But you know what? Now it's time to pull away from such a thing. Sports, not as sweet as they used to be. And another thing, the gyms are closed again. What the H? What the H? Kyle, we're going to have to find a way to overcome major adversity without our gym. Kyle was really increasing his strength. I just want to give that a huge shout out. The PRs, Kyle, in most every lift. What's your secret? Courage. That's it. Kyle, I'm not going to lie to you. I am fearful of investing into exercise equipment. I am. Because I think as soon as I buy something, like a Bowflex, definitely a Bowflex, not a Peloton, that company's price gouging. But I'm pretty sure as soon as I order something, coronavirus is just going to mysteriously go kapoof, gone forever. And I'm going to be stuck with a Bowflex, which all things considered, not that bad of a time, but I'm a gym guy. And you Darbycast doctors, obviously you're gym people as well. Because you're not going out to the club. That's not your scene. Paying $18 for some gamey swill. Disgusting cocktails. And then gross people. What's the last time you went to a club? I hope it's been a long time. Even before shutdown city, population, the entire country. Boy, do I just hate going to clubs. The gym is my club, okay? It's an athletic club. That's where I get mine. Work the conversation muscles. The social muscles. And occasionally, lift weights. But we might have to get a Bowflex, Kyle. We might. And if we do, let's hold each other accountable and use it. Let's not let that thing collect dust. Because that is what happens with at-home exercise equipment. People get really fired up and they say, I'm going to have my little setup in my garage. But then you realize you're doing push-ups on cold concrete. There's nobody there to give you positive affirmations because they're enjoying the show you're putting on. And it's like, what's the point? 
Obviously, the point is to get in shape, stay in shape. There's always a point to exercising. However, there is just such power that exists in the gym. Great people. I wish I could go to the gym with one of the retired strongmen. I don't know why, but that sounds like kind of cool. Maybe do it once. A lot of these guys are not from the States. I don't think they're very strong in English. We wouldn't have a whole lot in common in terms of the weight we were putting up or things to talk about. You know what? This is a horrible idea. I just want to go to the gym with my friends. That's where I make my friends. Have you ever made a really close friend that you met randomly at a night out at the club? You showed up, got tanked, then the song Yeah by Usher came on. You made eye contact with some stranger and it's like, you like this song too? And then you're like, let's go get a slice of pizza. And you become really good friends. No, that doesn't happen. It doesn't. But I tell you what does happen. If you're at the gym and you load up some plates on a bar and you smack them together, make a little bit of noise so people know you're serious. You hear that steel clapping a little bit. In the club, you're hearing the booty clap. Sweaty poop smell from dehydrated wastes of space. That's what those people are. But in the gym, you're smacking some plates together. You're not one of those attention freaks where you really over embellish on smacking the plates together. It can be heard from maybe 20 feet around, but no more than that. Any more than that. And I think it's fair for somebody in the gym staff to come up to you and be like, don't do that. Don't do that. You're making people nervous. And not in a cool way where they're like butterflies in their stomach. It's like an overwhelming sense of dread in their heart. So back to what I was talking about. You moderately slap some plates together. And then you look at somebody kind of close in your physical proximity. And you're like, hey, would you mind spotting me on this one? You know what that person's going to say? Totally. I'm in. Incline press, tough lift. I'd love to help you out. I want to support you on your fitness journey. You know how many times that's been said to me? Zero. You know how many times I've said that to other people? Hundreds. I love spotting people and then delivering a really inspirational message. When somebody's lifting, you got to be kind of careful not to make them laugh or anything, but find that perfect phrase when you're spotting someone else. Because there's two sides to the coin, right? Sometimes you need a spotter. Other times you need to step up and spot somebody else. Do you see why that's important? Obviously you do. So somebody needs a spot, you go up to them and you say, push this weight as if it were somebody in your life who mattered to you, who told you that you couldn't. And they say, couldn't what? And then you say, exactly. And then they just start explosively lifting. Just great. Just great. It's been a long time since I've discussed the gym. And for how important of a place that is for me, for you, I think I'm messing up a little bit. Closing down our club 
I will say our club. It's not just my club. It's your club. Ruining the peace of mind. Not just my peace. Maybe his peace. Maybe her peace. Catch that? A little herpes? That's a good herpes joke. But continuing to talk about the gym. And if you want my initial thoughts on how great the gym is and the people inside, look no further than the episode High Heat in the Sauna. Very, very solid episode. But the way that gyms are being forced to do business at this point is idiotic at best. Okay, let's just lay this out here. The logic or lack thereof that mainly local and state governments are imposing upon gyms. They say, you got to have your equipment outside. And then the owners and operators of the gyms are like, well, the equipment will get damaged. It's not designed to be outside. And then these politicians say, okay, well, you can build a temporary enclosure around them outside, thus turning the outside gym into an inside gym yet again. And it's like, okay, if you're making us do this, this is going to cost us time and money. And since time is money, that's going to cost us even more money. And if you're telling these businesses that they have to do such a thing, be like, move your equipment outside, then make it inside again by building an enclosure around it. If you mandate that a business has to do that, isn't that kind of a tax? Isn't that kind of what started the American Revolution? Wow. It used to be messing with people's tea, and it still is. Do you understand what I just said? Messing with somebody's tea, their testosterone? Kind of crazy that messing with people's tea levels may be the reason for both American revolutions. Is that too much of a stretch? No, it's not. Let me answer my own question. Boom, gotcha. There is a lot of absurdity that goes with all of what's going down right now. You know it, and I know it. Never once has Big Fauci Boporowski, that's Anthony Fauci, for those of you who didn't immediately connect that Italian-style embellishment on his name, Fauci Boporino, Fauci Boppuccini. He's not a real Italian, though, because a real Italian would just drink some pasta sauce and do this right. It's like, what would DJ Bolognese do? WWDJBD. What would DJ Bolognese do as an Italian? He would see an announcement by Fauci, laugh it off, drink some marinara, and get his pump on. And then go get some sun. You know, maybe those idiots on Jersey Shore, the Guides, maybe they had it right. GTL, gym tan laundry, I think that might be the cure for coronavirus. It's just WWDJBD, GTL. You go to the gym, stay in peak shape, get a tan, get the vitamin D, which is real good for looking good and feeling good. And when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, people know you're a winner. So that's going to boost the immune system. And then do your laundry. Don't let any viruses linger on your clothes. Wow. Did I just come up with the cure to the coronavirus? I think I did. And arguably, I couldn't have done such a thing without a little bit of inspiration from Polly D 
and Mike the Situation Sorrentino. What happened to the sitch? Where did he go? He really did a poor job on the Comedy Central roast of someone. And then he disappeared after that. I hope you're doing well, Sitch. If you're listening to this, wouldn't that be a treat? If some great athletes tuned into the Darby cast, and I'm not talking about your mainstream athletes, but I am still talking about great athletes. Marius Pajanowski, Sidrunas Savickas, Magnus Samuelson, Mike the Situation Sorrentino. You, the listener, the Darby cast doctor who's listening right now. I like that you're tuning in because you're obviously an athlete. You get it. If you didn't understand the utility of keeping your body in prime shape, you would probably tune out of the Darby cast immediately. Even if it were on an episode that didn't discuss physical fitness, you probably just wouldn't get it, right? Is the Darby cast as a podcast? Kyle? Have we positioned ourselves as sworn enemies of the fat? Maybe we have. Maybe we have. But even the fat, and I mean that in the plural sense, even the fat can become a Darby cast doctor if they put in the work. I'm going to just put that as a side note. Many of you right now are thinking to yourselves, what the hell is the point of this episode? And that's a pretty dumb question because there are a ton of different points in this episode, ranging from spot people at the gym, maybe let them spot you. Maybe you draw a little attention to yourself with some key plates touching each other a little bit harder than they should. But don't be the orgasm noise making person at the gym. I can't stand those people. So inappropriate. Not even doing that much weight, but just be like, It's like, I don't like that. I don't like anything about that. Nor does anyone else in the gym. You think it's a good show, but it's not. You know who doesn't make inappropriate groans at the gym? Mike the Situation Sorrentino. There's no way he would. Be too busy guzzling pasta sauce and putting up numbers. And he's already drawing attention to himself by being such a great guy. Right? coming up with the GTL, I'm fine picking up that torch and then offering it as a solution to this global whodunit known as the coronavirus. And maybe a lot of DarbyCast doctors, I said it earlier in the episode and I will reference it now, maybe a lot of people have heard this and they're like, "Ah, I can't listen to this anymore. I'm sick of hearing about the C virus, the CV, the CVIR. How do you abbreviate that appropriately? The Seaver? The Seaver makes me think of Kirk Cameron in the show Growing Pains, whose best friend's name was Boner. Just going to throw that out there. But what an interesting show. The world has become, and it's like, just don't take away my gym. Don't take away my gym because that's my club. The people who aren't allowed to go to the club right now and listen to the Usher song. Yeah, or turn it down for what? Are people listening to those songs still? Probably. Those people, I have no sympathy for them because they're kind of wastes of space. Going to the club, getting bottle service, it's like you're a hollow person. 
You are hollow. It's true. You're an empty shell. We know this. I'm going to make that call out as well. If you listen to pop music still, today might be the day that you look yourself in the mirror, hard eye contact for five seconds before you ask the question, what am I doing? If you've turned on the radio and or you know any lyrics to a song that's come out in the past 10 years, that's right cause for concern. That should raise a lot of alarms for you, for you. Because the people who listen to pop music, what do they like doing? They go to the club and not the athletic club. The people going to the athletic club, what are the things that they're listening to? Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park was fresh over 10 years ago, so you're safe there. Creed. I don't know if Creed was ever that popular. The song My Sacrifice, maybe higher, maybe with arms wide open. Maybe the song My Own Prison. Very amazing lyrics out of Scott Stapp, who kind of lost it a couple years ago, was running around aimlessly with a backpack full of papers. I don't know what the papers said, but he was certainly running around with a backpack. I don't know if that's okay. You look that up. What else are real athletes at the gym listening to? Or what would they be listening to? provided that their gyms were open and not this absolute circus in where tents outside the gym. Wow. I just make the connections. Just find them. I'm a sleuth. I am the Sherlock Holmes of gym issues. Pretty cool. But what else are people listening to? Maybe live the song lightning crashes. Maybe the song dolphins cry. Dolphins Cry, really good song. Really good song. Maybe you're listening to the song Crazy by Seal, which we've referenced on this podcast before. What other songs might you be listening to? Esoteric dance music? Electronica? Tropical house? Tropical disco? Those are all pretty cool. Maybe you're listening to some classic rock. But if you're listening to pop music, go ahead and sub yourself out. Leave the gym. Go get yourself bottle service and just don't come back. Even when the gyms reopen and you come back and you listen to pop music, I hope anytime you catch eye contact with yourself, for the people who go back to the gym when the gym's open and they say, okay, I'm going to put a cover over the Bowflex. I'll leave this for another time. Go back to the gym. And if you're listening to pop music, boy, did you just out yourself as a commie. Oh yeah, it's that serious. It's that serious. And I hope for all the gym goers who listen to pop music, I hope that every time you make eye contact with yourself in a mirror, you have a brief moment of existential dread that you're like, is this how I am? Is this who I am? Granted, that's only going to be about 1% of the Darby cast doctors. I know because all of you, of course, have great taste, not just in music, but in food, architecture, literature, right? As a Darby cast doctor, no matter where you are in the world, because like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, global, you know, the Navy, United States Navy used to have a catchphrase, a global force for good. And I'd almost want to go toe to toe with the U.S. government in an intellectual property case and make the argument 
that the Darby cast is doing more globally for good than even the Navy. Navy, one of my favorite branches of the military, kind of tied with the Air Force, the Army and the Marines and Space Force. But Darby cast, pretty stellar in terms of lifting people's spirits and maintaining safety around the globe. That's what the Darby cast is. That's what it does. And people don't think it be like it is, but it do. Do you understand that quote? Have you heard that quote? People don't think it be like it is, but it do. I don't know what baseball player said that, but boy, was that profound. Look that up. Just Google that. Darby cast doctors. This is a scattered Monday sports, but arguably a pretty chill one. You might want to go back, listen to this one again. Key takeaways, find them. Because there's going to be some hidden ones. The Darby cast is a lot like the classics in terms of literature. In that each time you listen to an episode, it's never quite the same. Because you're not the same. The Darby cast grows as you grow. How did I ensure that? Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. Okay? But I think that's going to wrap it up for Darby cast and Monday and sports. Back Wednesday, a little economics. There's a lot to discuss in terms of economics these days. Talk about Bitcoin, Ethereum, other cryptocurrency. I don't know a thing about crypto. So it's not going to be about that. Let's put that one to rest real quick. If you are trying to listen to the Darby cast to get key insight into cryptocurrency, I'm going to turn you away and say, you are wasting your time because I do not have the answers for you. I don't. I don't. For most economic issues, I've got you covered. If you need key business ideas, there are so many peppered throughout the Darby cast that it's borderline unfair, teetering on illegal, encroaching upon a crime against humanity. For me and my altruism, giving away so many business ideas to you. People might have an uprising, not just against the coronavirus. Remember, the American Revolution's always about tea, always about tea. But there could be an uprising against Darby Cast doctors because people are going to be like, hey, how do these people have so many great ideas? How do they have so many great business ideas? This is bullshit. All of you become these prolific inventors, philanthropists scholars. And what's to say many of you already aren't these things. If you've been listening to the Darby cast, go ahead and put those things on your resume. Under degrees on your resume, honorary doctorate, Derbyshire University, DU. And that's where I learned WWDJBD. What would DJ Bolognese do? Drink pasta sauce, lift weights, spot others, GTL, have a good time, be a positive force, a global force for good, all these things. That'll do it for DarbyCast, Monday, sports. Kyle, let's go get a breakfast burrito. Huh? What do you say?